This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here's the problem with the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's over, bro. The Rich Eisen Show. Ben Simmons. He never intends to put on a Sixers uniform again. Is that what he told you, Doc Rivers? Well, he didn't say it in that word, but... We intend to get them back. Today's guests, co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt, NFL Network analyst, Steve Smith Sr., actor Jeffrey Dean Morgan, IndyCar series driver, Graham Rahal, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody. Welcome this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, sir. Week three of the NFL begins tonight. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We are five wide here today. Five wide. Run and shoot. Yes, we're five wide. Calling in in about 20 minutes time is our buddy from Good Morning Football. We have not spoken to him during the regular season yet. Kyle Brandt will be on this program. The uh, Chicago Bears, number one in his uh, program, number one in his heart, is starting uh, QB1, um, Justin Fields. This week, he's QB1. Is it just this week? Is it moving forward? What's going on? He also wears number one, so it really works out. He is. Number one in your program, (laughs) number one in the Bears' heart. Number one in the depth chart. There you go. (laughs) Justin Fields making his start week number three, meaning five rookie quarterbacks will start in week number three. Five. five. Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Zach Wilson and the Jets going to visit the undefeated, one of the only two Two and O teams. That's it in the entire AFC West. Denver Broncos, Mac Jones and the New England Patriots hosting the New Orleans Saints. Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears visiting the Cleveland Browns. And tonight, making his debut as the starting quarterback in the National Football League because Terod Taylor is hurt, and there is no way on planet Earth that anything could actually happen to cause the Houston Texans to. Tell Deshaun Watson you're starting. <laughs> or put it in his lap and say you're going to leave your teammates in the lurch. Deshaun, we need you. There's no way there's any scenario on this planet that can happen involving humans or extraterrestrials or anything in which Deshaun Watson will be active this season. Davis Mills is getting his start tonight. Yes, number 10 in your program. <laughs> if you can find him there. <laughs> I don't know where he is in the heart of Houston Texans fans. They're probably like, what? Deep. What? Tonight, Davis Mills gets the start against the Carolina Panthers team that is 2-0. Davis Mills, who's got a resume of the following. (laughs) 67th overall in this year's draft out of Stanford. And he got a cup of coffee last week, and I'll describe to the radio audience of the headshot we see right here. He's got a very Mike Glennon-type neck. He's from that Merton Hanks he's got world it. of long necking. He's got it. Like he might be like six four, but his 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 I think up to his shoulders he's like five seven. Stop, You're probably right. Stop it. Stop it. Merton Hanks, Mike Glenn on okay. Davis Mills. He's twenty two from Atlanta, six four, went to Stanford. Here guys. we go. Tonight, taking on a Carolina Panthers team that's saying, yes, we're 2-0 also. You talk about the NFC West all you want, the defending world champs also. We could be the first to three wins in 2021. That happens tonight on NFL Network, exclusive coverage of which 
Steve Smith will join us at the top of hour number two to talk about it from Houston. Steve Smith, one of the 122 individuals on planet Earth who were named as possibility of being enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame this very year. That list came out just yesterday. Let's go. He's on this show. Also on this program, a particular badass individual in life and also on his television show, The Walking Dead. Man who plays Negan. The Seattle Seahawks are number one in this man's heart. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan back on this show. Can't wait to talk about him. As, you know, the uh, football version of Lucille, Derrick Henry, went right out the <laughs> Wow. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and the Titans kept swinging that baby. That's devastation right there. Right? Yeah, man. That happened to his team. Graham Ray Hall's in person. All right. That's exciting. Yes. IndyCar Series famed Graham Rahal in, in, in the- person because he's in town. Long Beach Grand Prix going down this weekend. Love it. Are you driving in that Brockman again? Normally you do a little. Rich and I are going to do the tandem this year. Definitely <laughs> oh, not. Yeah. Together, together. Maybe it's a bicycle to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Rahal will be here. Can't wait to talk to him and ask him the same trivia question I asked Chris Carter last week. <laughs> You're happy right now. Which Big Ten team won the first ever battle of the historic alliance? (laughs) Which team lost it? And then we'll move on. Brockman, what's better, rich work and blue or rich work and petty? Well, he he has so so few legs to stand on when it comes to Michigan, Ohio State. <laughs> it's so, true. You know, he's got to take his wins. And then Michael there. Smith will join us for take us to brother from another right here on Peacock. <laughs> and in terms of Ohio State, look, Justin Fields is one thing, and we'll bring this up to uh, to to Graham Ray Hall. You know, as all Buckeye fans, you know, say he's one of ours, as if <laughs> as if Urban and Ryan Day knocked on his door and said, "Come to Ohio State," <laughs> right out of high school. Let's forget about all that Georgia stuff, right? But, no, he's theirs. So, if he's theirs, all he's got to do, all he's got to do in Chicago, all he's got to do on behalf of the Ohio State, the quarterback position, is be slightly better than Kent Graham and a little bit more better than Mike Tomzak. And he's the best Ohio State quarterback the NFL's ever seen because they all can't be Tom Brady, can they? And today, this very day, 20 years ago, on this day, the football gods decided to tell Thomas Edward Brady, despite you being a terrific quarterback in high school and you get to Michigan and you get to Michigan and you don't get all of the opportunities because a kid named Drew Henson, Mr. Michigan, was also on the squad. And you'll, you'll spend one year there, Thomas Brady, He'll start, you'll play a quarter, and then Henson will come in, and then you'll come back in, and then Henson will finish up or something else like that. I saw that at Syracuse one year. Michigan at Syracuse. Yeah. You were in the Carrier Dome I that was, day, too. I was, I was there with my future brother-in-law. Screaming at Drew Henson because I didn't know who Tom Brady was. Okay. <laughs> and then Brady sets like Orange Bowl records in his last game as a University of Michigan quarterback. If I'm not mistaken, I think he beat Sexy Rexy. You, you look up that Orange Bowl? I might be wrong. might be right. I don't know. I don't know if that really matches up. The 2000 Orange Bowl? Look it up, Christopher. 2000 Orange Bowl, let's see. Michigan. University of. 
Tom Brady, fantastic game. You beat Alabama. Alabama? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I only had a good game. 109th over, 199th overall. We all know that story. We know the story. We know the story. It was 20 years ago today, though, that the football gods decided to send Mo Lewis in the direction of Drew Bledsoe and out-trotted number 12, the Tom Brady number 12 from the New England Patriots sideline, and the rest is history. And on this day, 20 years ago, legend was born, or at least let out of the bottle. And now, 20 years later, Tom Brady is still in the NFL as a 44-year-old defending Super Bowl champion looking for his eighth, getting set to hop on a plane to come here to Los Angeles with his tape measure to measure the windows and the flooring and the drapes for this year's Super Bowl that goes on in the stadium where he will be taking on the Los Angeles Rams. A franchise that he then later on, 20 years ago today in that very season, went on and won his first Super Bowl against in New Orleans. Home of the Saints who are taking on his former team, the Patriots, this week. This is how it's all playing out as it is on and cracking for his former team with a kid that they've given Tom's college number and a kid that they truly believe and hope is going to just run the offense similar to Brady, looks like Brady, Talks like Brady, has a combined body like Brady, comes out of college from a program that Brady beat in that Orange Bowl, right? Yep. Mac Jones taking on the New England Patriots for the New England Patriots, taking on the New Orleans Saints this weekend, and Tom Brady coming out here to take on the Rams. Two big games in week three of the 2021 season. And the Rams hosting the Patriots is, without a doubt, your Sunday marquee contest in the late window, if not all the early and late windows. Obviously, Sunday night football has got a lot of interest with the Packers and the 49ers, but Brady coming to the spot where the Super Bowl took place, or is taking place this year, to take on a Rams team that wants to do what Brady did last year, which is win a Super Bowl in their home stadium, and everyone's talking about the possibility of doing that, and Brady's gunning for that Rams team. It is great. Matt Jones is trying to win this game for the Patriots to go above 500, 2-1. And, and yet, that is all not even top of mind in some people in New England right now. You're already seeing it bubbling beneath the surface, getting ready to erupt. We will be in full, full, deep mode one week from today in this front. Brady's return to New England. Mm. You're seeing it already? Oh, it's already out there, man. You mentioned Thomas Sr. talking about it. Yeah, Tom Sr. on the radio with Tom Curran, and then uh, the Boston Herald today has some quotes from Alex Guerrero. His uh, his trainer. His trainer, TB12. Who's, you know, I mean, 
Guy's 44 years old. Chris Collinsworth, Chris Collinsworth says he can't tell the difference between 44-year-old, 24-year-old Brady. Got to give it up to the trainer who Belichick once sent across the street. <laughs> wouldn't, all, let him, wouldn't let him come the plane. Dude, it's all coming out. It's all going to come out. Oh, yeah. It's already coming out. And both Belichick and Brady, Belichick will just be uh, I mean, uh, just being at, because normally you can go towards Bill with the days of your questions, and he'll just go on and on about Zeke Moat. And <laughs> he went nine minutes on about the long, a long snapper. snapper. Yeah. Yes, he'll give you a dissertation on long snapping. <laughs> you know? Zeke Moat. He will, yeah. <laughs> he'll go deep, deep dive Zeke Moat. I mean, do you want me to read this quote from Alex Guerrero? Please. Because I'm it's telling necessary. you, it's, it's coming. I mean, I understand. And we will spend parts of today and obviously tomorrow. Rams, Bucks. Huge. Huge game. Huge. Big game. Huge. But Super Bowl. it's already happening in New England. NBC on Sunday night. I set the over-under on on previews and promos for the next Sunday game, <laughs> I will set it at five and a half and take the over. Oh, baby. Ooh. When you say over under, Rich, I don't really understand what this you I mean. can talk about. This what I'm just talking about. about. What are we talking Are about? you saying the more and like the pie thing? This can't thing? be a prop bet. <laughs> the arrow goes this way? If this was a about? Super Bowl, there'd be a prop <laughs> bet for it. I can't imagine there's a regular season week four prop bet on something like on a this. promo? Anyway. No. 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 I think degenerates would bet on anything, though, Rich. So there's it, true. It, it might oh, I'll be take out. that. I'll, I'll, I'll get that. <laughs> what? All right, Alex Guerrero to the Boston Herald Wednesday. I think Bill, his emotions or feelings never evolved with age. As Tom got into his late 30s or early 40s, I think Bill was still trying to treat him like that 20-year-old kid he drafted. And all the players, I think, realized Tom was different. He's older. So he should be treated differently. All the players, none of them would have cared that he was treated differently. I think that was such a Bill thing. He never evolved. You can't treat someone who's in his 40s like they're 20. It doesn't work. Well, if he's going to allow Brady to take time off from practice or give Brady more say in the offense or talk to Brady, even if he probably never did, about the roster, that's one thing. About saying, yeah, we're going to let you in our building and there'll be a, a shadow training staff for Tom and the other guys who he's telling, Hey, do stuff like me. And then a, a regular training staff for the other 44. I think that's a heavy lift for even Belichick who I saw at one point say in front of me about treating star players differently right. and learning that from Parcells at the NFL 100 all-time team show where in front of Lawrence Taylor told the story that I've told here before and I'm going to tell again because it's germane to this. He told Bill Parcells when he was the defensive coordinator of the Giants, once upon a time, hey, Bill, Lawrence Taylor was late for the meeting today and Parcells' response was, why'd you start it without him? <laughs> so Belichick knows star players to get different treatment and should. This one might be a heavy lift on the TB12 system and everything like that. For the Bucs, it's just like, you want Tom, you want to sign on the dotted line? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Oh, you want Gronk back? Cool. And Arians is just as old school as Belichick. 
He's yeah, got a lot of that like old the, school in the him. Same age almost. Different scenarios. And another thing too is I remember Roethlisberger under Cower was like that game manager. Don't screw it up, Ben. And then when Tomlin comes in, it's like, I'm a veteran that just took you to the Super Bowl. It's different when your coach drafts you. This is just from the outside looking in. As you know, I am all for coaches treating certain players differently and should. And if Belichick in any way, shape, or form chased Brady out, well, that's part of the reason why Brady wants to keep playing, I think. And that's coming next week, bro. Yeah, That is coming next week, and you won't hear a boo or a peep out of Bill. I don't think. Although, I would love for Bill to just roll his sleeves up and just get in this mosh pit. And say what, though? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Ask Seth Wickersham. I mean, his book's coming out. There's got to be something. There's got to be two, what three, four to Bill have to, I know we got to get to Kyle, but what would Bill have to say to make everyone just lose their minds? Like... Yeah, I wanted Tom gone. I thought he wasn't playing yeah, as high. And he forced me to trade Garoppolo for a two because he went to Kraft. So he just spills all family Every secrets? Every last bean. That's for the book, people. You got to oh wait. Oh, my gosh. That would Every be, last bean. That would be incredible. But guess what? Even if that is what it is, which I have no idea what it is, and that's always been the rumor is what it was. Right. He was right. Get rid of Garoppolo. Stick with Brady in the same way that the Packers should just say to Jordan Love. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's obvious you're still at a plane at an insanely high level. Yeah, they won three more. Why are we turning away from you? Just because in past times, 40-year-olds begin to diminish returns? I, I guess we should have Alex Guerrero have his own office down here. You know? I, it would be great. Just give everyone sodium pentothal next week. And I'm telling everybody... I know it's week three, and we're going to hit week three like it's crazy, like it's Lucille's <laughs> turn as we got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I mean, we're going to hit that with that barbed wire bat. But I'm telling you, it's coming. It's going to be deep next week. I'm front-loading it for you right now because it's already coming out in New England. Oh, baby. Hmm. Kyle Brandt, let's take a break. We'll talk about all of week number three with him, the Bears, starting Justin Fields, and more. Steve Smith will be on after him an hour or two. Ryder Cup intrigue already off and running, too. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What does a bye week look like for you, Tom? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know what we have planned. I'm, I'm going to try to get ahead on any. That's what I'm going to try to do. Okay. It's not a lot of, uh, it's a little bit of sleeping in, a little rest. Are you able to sleep in with young kids, though, Tom? Are you able to do that with daylight savings and all that sort of business? No, not much at all. Yeah. They're, they're up at 6 o'clock today That's changing wrong. diapers, so it's, it's, it's still a uh, early morning for me, but... Um, there's nothing like it. There's, you know, there's nothing like winning a game and then coming home and having your kids there and uh, just wrestling with them and waking them up in the morning. So, well, I don't know. If, um, yeah, I don't know if you have a little more time to do that this week. Yeah, you do. I don't, but I don't know if you're aware. Um, you know, obviously Gronk was playing great. You were playing great against Denver. But as you were playing that game, my kids were baking uh, Patriots sugar cookies, Tom. <laughs> And, you know, Cooper and Zan were wearing Brady jerseys throughout the whole year. That might have been some of the wind beneath your wings on Sunday, Tom. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So how did, how did the sugar cookies turn out? Well, they, they, they turned out pretty well. Uh, they, they can travel if you want. I mean, um, Coop, and, Coop and Zan, you know, would give you the shout out in that regard. It doesn't get any better now. I have enough sugar in my house. Believe me, we don't need any more <laughs> imported sugar. They were yeah, bouncing off the walls in the, every drawer in the house. They were bouncing off the walls in the fourth quarter. Come to think about it, Tom, uh, that was uh, that might not have been a very wise choice towards the end of that. Um, yeah, so, it's so, to be expected. Yeah. So, um, last question for you, Tom. I, I mean, what what would another Super Bowl championship do for you? Just you. Tom Brady, the player who was drafted 199th overall, won three very quickly. What would it do for you here this stage of your career? Well, it's a great question. I, I think when we, when we won earlier in my career, I didn't quite realize how hard it was to win it. You know, we've, we've been there two other times and not closed the deal. And it's just a, it's a, it's a very, very hard thing to do. And I didn't quite realize that at the end of the 2004 season. And I think 10 years later, with a lot of reflection, I realized how hard it is and how much I appreciate what we did accomplish. And then if we were ever to do it again, which I sure hope we are, then, uh, you know, how much I would continue to appreciate it. Because that's why we play. That's why we... You know, that's why we work hard. That's why we sacrifice. That's why we work hard. That's why we play with pain. That's why you go through the whole conditioning program and training camp is to is is for that one goal. And you know, anything short of that is, uh, you know, based on my experience, is uh, it leaves a lot to be desired. And that would be great to be able to finally close one out if we ever get that opportunity. 
November, November 5th, 2014 on The Rich Eisen Show. Brady would l- later win his fourth that year. We just showed Tom Brady on our November 5th, 2014 show calling in, and I asked him a question. You'd won three, Tom. What would, a f- what would another Super Bowl mean for you? Not aware at the time that later on in that season, he would culminate it with his fourth in Arizona. That was the Malcolm Butler touched, uh, interception on the goal line. It was. Season that ended that way. Uh, then he'd win three more. <laughs> what if I told him, hey, Tom, you're going to win four more on that day? Even he would be like, what? Hey, Tom, I'm from the future. I'm you're going to win future. four more. And the fourth one, I am the rich you'll be on the, the Bucks. Unreal. And you'll play in your home state. Is that something that might interest you? <laughs> Is that something? <laughs> Can I fit you for one of those? Uh, he's uh, he's just fantastic. Uh, I love talking to this man. I love watching him on TV. You can watch him on Good Morning Football every single weekday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on NFL Network. And you can also now stream his work right here on Peacock and Frogger. He is none other than Kyle Brandt back here on The Rich Eisen Show. How are you, sir? Rich, you just scroll through Instagram hoping to find anything that makes you stop, anything that catches your eye. Yes. And today for me, it was the words, the Raiders signed Justin Fargus to a three-year contract this offseason. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What was that card? Please give context. I okay. love this thing. Here it is. Uh, so Kyle Brandt, as you know, out here on the West Coast, you're holding down the East Coast fort for, for us in the NFL media group uh, on Good Morning Football every day uh, with your colleagues. Uh, yeah. Out here, we have switched places from our first spot in Culver City, where we mm-hmm. turned the lights on in 2003, to a new beautiful spot across the street from SoFi. And uh, I used to have an office at the old Culver City spot, because I did total access every day. And then when I was off of that daily show, I still had a space, a workspace that I'd go into. About three, four years ago, they reached out to me and said, hey, we've run out of space here. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if you just no longer have a space here because you're not here all that much right. as you used to be? I'm like, no problem. I just don't know when I'm going to come to clear the stuff out. They said, we're going to clear it out for you. <laughs> and I have not seen those boxes until three days ago because oh, they just moved. So literally, I've been opening stuff up. And, and one of the things was this card yeah. that I had. I don't know why it was saved. I don't know why it was in a box, but it was from a 2008 NFL Total Access where it in the B block of the show, we had Adam Schefter come on, who was the information man uh, uh, at the time at the NFL Network. And some of the nuggets were, you know, hey, Adam, the Raiders just signed Justin Fargus to a three-year deal this offseason. Then they traded Darren McFadden. But Lamont Jordan's still in Oakland as well. What's going on there was the question. <laughs> Well, I'll get to Lamont Jordan, Rich, but first I have to tell you, free agent running back Kevin Jones has canceled his Saturday workout. It's, <laughs> it's so good. And, Rich, I'm going to pile onto this. So let me yes, let me tie this together here. So you're yeah. talking Brady coming in, yep. winning Super Bowls, losing Super Bowls. Uh, the man who cost him two of those Super Bowls, uh, Eli Manning, yes. I am talking with him later this afternoon. Uh-huh. He's coming on to the 10 Questions podcast. He's coming on. And so Fabulous. The reason I bring this up is that I'm doing all this research on Eli. And uh, I want to talk to him about his draft, the 04 draft and the Chargers thing and how weird that was and the picture with holding up the Chargers. So I'm doing all this research. 
So I just type in, I want to see the commissioner announcing the pick. So the video that comes up is mm-hmm. you in 04 in studio, mm-hmm. and you're laying it out, and you're like, and Eli Manning comes out twice and says he does not want to be with the Chargers. They still wouldn't pick Eli anyway, would they? Uh, and then here comes the clip, and it's them picking him, and you look incredible, and the set looks so old compared to the one now. But it's all coming up kind of retro right now. It is. It really is, especially since, you know, uh, Philip Rivers was swapped for him, yeah. and, and Big Ben is – the last one standing, and now he's got a pec injury. Steelers mm-hmm. this week with a with a, a big game at home against Cincinnati. I mean, it, it there's everything is retro is no. new, and Brady is obviously the 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 retro the most retro newest thing that's maybe been in the history of sports. Today is the twentieth anniversary of Mo Lewis hitting Drew Bledsoe mm-hmm. and starting like releasing that. Brady from the bottle. Um, I, I don't know if there's any. We were talking before the show. Is there anything in sports like a, a life changing sliding door moment that even compares to that? Brady getting knocked it's into tough. a game, right? It's, you know, um, the the Trailblazers took Sam Bowie uh, in, in front of Michael Jordan. But That's one. We've seen a lot of bad draft picks. That if if Mo Lewis just doesn't hit Bledsoe. We change everything, um, and that's not just sports. Brady is now part of American history. Like there, our kids will learn about him not in in PE class, in history class. It's he is he's like one of the Kennedys or something. It's that big of a deal, and we haven't even gotten to him going back to Foxborough, which we will do in about ten days. Well, I know, and that's the way I led the show because we're kind of seeing yeah. that already. Uh, I also opened the door for you, uh, Kyle. Um, you know, and it's okay that you didn't walk through it. It's it's fine. I, I it was a slightly ajar. Uh, you you could have said whoever knocked Andy Dalton out of that week two game against Cincinnati. <laughs> You could have gone in that. You could have gone in that direction. You know. God, that was a clever door. I did, I just <laughs> you didn't see it. Yeah, you didn't see right it. Into it. It's like a sliding glass door, and I walked right into it. Because um, there you is could've. nobody. There is, there is no Mo Lewis. It was a non-contact bone bruise, whatever that means. Here's the deal. Um, mm-hmm. There's a feeling right now with the Bears of ready or not, here he comes. I don't. I don't know if if they're ready, if he's ready, but. The Bears fans and the Bears coaching staff gets to play with their toy this weekend. Their their big, bright, shiny toy. And my takeaway, even before the game even happens, I'm already taking away, is it's a big day for Fields, but it's a huge day for Matt Nagy. Um, Matt Nagy has to show us he knows how to drive the Ferrari. He's never driven a Ferrari as the Chicago Bears head coach. The, uh, I guess we'll call it a PT Cruiser, is out with that bone bruise. And the Ferrari now, Matt Nagy, let's go. Let's do this. This is a guy, the most interesting thing about him and his home life and his background is he has a basement, Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, or a, a man cave that is actually physically wallpapered with play sheets that he has had from over his career as a play caller in Kansas City and going back. That's the wallpaper. He posts them all over, and as a reminder of he is a play caller. This is what he does. He's creative. He's, uh, he has uh, all sorts of ingenuity. Let's see it. Because last week, the Bears fans' takeaway was that Justin Fields, every single pass attempt that he had was inside the pocket. And we got a guy running 4-4. So Matt Nagy, for God's sake, empty the bag. Run this guy. Roll him out. Bootleg him. Do everything you can possibly do. Because I think this is the takeaway. If, if, if Fields is shaky, 
Bears fans are going to come after Nagy if the play calling isn't really fun. Let's play with this toy. The good thing, Kyle, is that the bar's not set very high in terms of Chicago and famous Ferrari cruises uh, <laughs> related to Chicago, right? Like Cameron uh, set the bar very low in terms of taking out a Ferrari relating to Chicago from Ferris Bueller's day off, right? So that's, it's, this is the most important. Over it. And it's not only that, Cameron lived in Lake Forest where the Bears facility is set up. It's practically right down the street <laughs> when he crashed his father Morris Fry's Ferrari out the back of it. And uh, listen, I think this they made a big enough impression just kicking it a few times, and then the effect that it went out the back of it, way, 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 way uh, disastrous. So I would hope that the field's debut as a Ferrari goes much better than Morris Fry's 1960 Ferrari California. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The 250 GT California Spider. You know, look, but here's the thing, and you and I have chopped this up for yep. weeks and months. Now we're here. I'm just, again, mystified why it's fine for for the Jets and the Jaguars to just throw their first-round choice out there. doesn't matter. Take your lumps. Mm-hmm. And then the Patriots surround their guy with a system and just hammer it into his head, and he's perfectly built for it. Now, the offensive line may be the difference maker here, but why is Justin Fields just viewed as, yeah, he's got to take his time? We got to take our time with him. He's not ready. Is is it entirely possible that he doesn't know the playbook? That he cannot spit out the plays? He cannot put it in his head, in from his ears to his brain to his heart to his body? Is that entirely possible? Like, are we going to see somebody so unready I this don't buy week? It for a second, right? I, like, I just, I just don't. Um, line up any box you want to line up, and I'll put a big fat check mark in it in the college experience, the level of play, the going up against Chase Young in practice at Ohio State, the height, the speed, the accuracy, the deep ball, everything. I I think he should have been taken second quarterback in the draft after Lawrence. I still do. So fine, they didn't. They liked the other guys better. But what is it? Because everyone wants to bring up, well, Rodgers sat and Brady sat – they didn't sit behind any Dalton. Rodgers sat behind a legend. Brady sat behind a superstar. That's why they sat. So what is it? It's not as if, okay, Andy Dalton is what he is. I, I blame him for nothing. It's not as if he'd been there for a couple of years and had some equity buildup. He's just as new as Fields is. <laughs> right. And yet, for some reason, he seems unimpeachable unless we have the bone bruise from the heavens. It is going to be fascinating to see it all oh play God, out because if he does ball out it'll be like well why the hell didn't he start for the first two weeks but then we can turn the page and he's balled out right unless you know you don't think like he balls out dalton's knees better and then all of a sudden they put him back in the box that's that just can't happen i, I just think he's out there and they're just gonna have to rip the knob off that's it take your lumps and go that's it it, it depends what happens and we were chewing on this this morning so uh, the Bears win. They win 17-13, to 13, and Fields is shaky, but they get the win. Dalton get a clean bill of health. Is Nagy saying, all right, I, I told you. I told you Andy Dalton's our starter. When he's healthy, we're going right back in. Or if, if Fields is really good and they lose. I, I don't know the limit of the resolve that Matt Nagy has in Mandy Dalton, but it has seemed like almost a religious experience, his commitment to him. So I think anything is possible short of Fields going absolutely ballistic and throwing four touchdowns, but then – I'm telling you, we may be having this conversation in a week about, oh, my God, they announced Andy Dalton is back in. It would not surprise me. Well, I mean, look, the guy, again, Matt Nagy came on this show week after the draft, said this is the plan. This is the plan. I saw mm-hmm. it work out with Mahomes. I saw it work out. 
I kind of, you know, gingerly pointed out that Dalton isn't even Alex Smith because he just showed up there, as you pointed mm-hmm. out. Alex Smith had years in the system and certainly years built up with a fan base that who that adored him, you know. So um, I can't wait. Like this is a huge one that uh, on the marquee that might not be as big on other people, but I, I, I you know, I, I, I can't wait to see this whole thing uh, play out. What, what other games, Kyle Brand, are you looking forward? Oh, I'll tell you to one. Seeing? I, there's the Kansas City Chiefs have lost two out of three. Now they welcome uh, the prince who was promised in the AFC West, this kid who we were told is going to be the one to fight Mahomes for the next 10 years in Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has never played at Arrowhead Stadium with full capacity. He has never played against uh, Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead Stadium. This will be the first time. And he gets Patrick Mahomes after Mahomes just lost to Lamar, the guy who he never loses to. So this one has big-time stakes because – if Herbert goes in there and is just cool and slings it and wants to go back and forth, like, you're not so bad, you're not so bad, then we might have something. And I don't mean just this year, I mean for a long time. If Mahomes vanquishes them and it says, and we're pissed, we lost to Lamar, we're going to destroy you, then the hype's going to come out of that balloon. But I want something. I, I, the, the AFC and the NFL and the United States, Rich, is <laughs> thirsting for a bird to Mahomes magic. And we have Lamar. He won a game. Maybe that's a start, but he started 0-3. Herbert winning this game would flip the table and it would mean the Chiefs have lost three out of four games and there'd be chaos. Well, we were talking to Chris Long a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, and I love him. I don't know if you've had him on your pod. I'd love oh, yeah, to hear the conversation with the two of you guys would be great to hear. But he, he said the Chiefs' defense was good for the NFL because how many times have we just gotten sick and tired of watching the Chiefs just come up with all these crazy plays and watch them score right. touchdowns? By the way, and his brother's on that team. You know, right. so um, this this is true. Like, I, I you know, we, we here on this show go higher register when we need to <laughs> believe what we're saying. So the higher register comment of this week is, is the AFC West wide open? You know, mm-hmm. like is is it? Because the only other, the only undefeated teams in the AFC are in that division, and they were both supposedly the ones who were supposed to be on the bottom of that division. Is the AFC West wide open? Is it possible? Could it be? Well, do you, are, are we including the the, the Raiders? Is possibly the, what you it's, it's, uh, it's, because it's, I'll tell you the Raiders. Well done. Well done. All right. Yes. So here's quickly. Here's where I come out on the Raiders. Rich. Yes, There's something that's very meta about this, and they're they're believing in the Raiders right now with the whole Las Vegas experience. I feel like I need to see one more win from them. Like I want to see a third win. But there's also this unwritten rule in Las Vegas of don't go a third night. Like the two nights are perfect mm. and they're wonderful and it's the time of your life and it's intoxicating. And you say, let's stay one more night. Third night's hell. You cannot <laughs> wait to get to McCarran. You're dehydrated. You're bored. You're broke. You're everything. I just, listen, the, Ra- the Raiders under Gruden don't have the equity right now. I-, I know they beat two really good teams. Fine. They don't have the equity for us to be like, yeah, they're going to be great because we saw them beat the Chiefs last year and they fell on their face. There would be nothing more Raider than beating these two teams than they beat and then losing to the Dolphins who just lost 35 to nothing and have a backup quarterback. I don't want it to happen, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you I'd be shocked if it did. Well, the Monday night opener of that stadium with fans was like a trip to Vegas where it yeah. was wild and there were all sorts of bad decisions that you just <laughs> lamented the next day, but you still loved every second of it and the entire – crowd around was like a Star Wars cantina and you felt like you lost your shirt it just it literally was a an entire Vegas experience in one night 
So I love the concept that this is <laughs> this is the third night in Vegas. This is we'll the see, infamous third we'll night. We'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, and you're sleeping with six guys on the floor at the Circus Circus, and it's all you can afford, That's and right. you're bored, and you're making bad decisions. That first night was the first night. It's the best night. And I'm like, God, Darren Waller has 50 targets. And did Booger McFarlane just eat a shrimp on ESPN? Like, what is this? And Jacoby Brissett this, this, this week could be Mr. Chow popping out of the back of the trunk just to surprise everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's clothed. <laughs> Kyle, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Eli Manning, when does that one drop uh, on uh, 10 In Questions? Okay. On, uh, on Spotify, 10 Questions. I'll record it this afternoon, and okay. we will play the clip from the old NFL Network 2004. I can't wait. All right, and which one's the latest one that you got out that there? That will be the season premiere. Okay. That will be the one. Terrific. Eli, we're back. We're back. And check out Frogger right yeah, here on, on Peacock with Kyle Brandt. Uh, Kyle, Best thanks for the call, brother. You take thanks, care. Man. You got it. That's Kyle Brand, everybody. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going. That's when he's talking about taking his Ferrari for a spin in Chicago. I literally thought he was going to go Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. He left the door open for me to walk through on that one. Yeah. That's it. Matt that's Nagy's Cameron. That's it. He's got a Ferrari. <laughs> What's he going to do with it? What's he going to do with it? Is he going to put it up on blocks and try to roll the wheels backwards? And or is he going to take, take it for the a mileage spin? Out? It's going to be great, and they're going to have a parade with Ferris Bueller. Right? I don't Here know. Here we go. He's going to take a stand. I have no idea what's going to happen. The Ferrari's going out for a spin. He's right. Like, we better see. Certainly if he tells. Here's the one. If Matt Nagy tells the Chicago media when they're amassed in the room i'm not talking about my starters because it's about scheme we better see the scheme of all schemes because the scheme's got to be different for justin fields and his one comes out of the box and it is bright shiny object and they're running plays like it's like it's mahomes he thinks this is mahomes because he sat him and it's in the next mahomes i want to see kansas city type stuff out there right i know there's no tyreek hill i know you know what Cole Komet is not up there with uh, Kelsey, but they do start with the letter K, right? (laughs) You're going sunshine, boys. Words that start with K are much funnier. But um, better do something. Brother, brother, this is it. He's right. He better see, like, he's got to prove that the Ferrari's coming out and we're going to go. We're going. We're running plays from the 1932 Blue Bonnet Bowl that he's been, he saw that, 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 this, seriously, that Andy Reid was talking about in 2017, mm-hmm. and they haven't used it. He's now going to use it. Big game, man. Big game. Big game. Ryder Cup action is going to start in the state of Wisconsin. And the intrigue is already out there. Brooks Kepka, <laughs> teammates with Bryson DeChambeau. And there's already a lot of chatter. And I've got a prediction. I got a prediction that I don't think you're going to expect. That's all next. Your phone calls, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Steve Smith from the side of the Panthers-Texans Thursday night kickoff on NFL Network. Also still to come. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You were 29 years old when you were filming Ferris Bueller's Day Off. True or false? This is true. You were, you were 29 years old? Well, you, when you I was actually... You like you were 19. When I, I was 19, I looked like a fetus. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of all, it just progressed. Yeah. 20, yeah I'm, I'm knocking on Geezerhood's door it, right now. Alan. It's 29? Yeah. yeah. I would never have guessed that. Well, Broderick was 25. The only one that was really a teenager was Mia Sarah, who I think had just turned 18. Maybe she was 19, but she was actually a teenager. The rest of us, we're all in our 20s. And when the... the, the publicity lady from Paramount found out how old I was. She almost choked on her own spit. Is that right? Yeah, because she, she was like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, we'll tell people you're 25. That's okay, because Matthew's 25. That's okay. Okay, wow. Yeah, she was scared. I, and so, you know, uh, on- No uh, Tiger Beat magazine for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all worked out. Uh, you know, when I would be doing highlights uh, with, my, uh, with my compadres, Steve Mariucci and Deion Sanders on the NFL Network, whenever Adrian Peterson carried the ball, we would go, Peterson, <laughs> homage to you. Uh, Whose voice were you doing when you were talking in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Okay, Matthew and I had done this play, Biloxi Blues, and we were directed yeah. by this wonderful guy who since passed away named Gene Sachs. He was 65 then, and we drove him crazy because we were always screwing around, we were cutting up, mm -hmm. and he gets so mad at us. He, we were afraid we were going to give him a heart attack because he'd get real red in the face and say, I don't believe his soldiers. I don't believe you're going to go die in Italy, you know? <laughs> And uh, so Hughes said to me, yeah, I need a voice. Give me a dad voice, an authoritarian voice, right? And so I didn't tell Matthew what I was going to do because Matthew was constantly walking around backstage yeah. imitating Gene. So that was me imitating Matthew, imitating Gene. <laughs> and I just sprung it on him just to see if I get a laugh out of him, you know, and then it worked. Rooney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Did you ad lib the pardon my French? Don't do the whole line here, but did you ad lib that the pardon my French? Uh, uh, well, you know, Hughes, and this is a fun way to work uh, when you. Uh, he was very confident. It's the same way we work on Succession. You do it as scripted mm-hmm. once, and then they'll say. Uh, we have some other lines. You want to try these? You want to try these? Uh, you know, in additional takes. And then usually there's one take where they just say, make it up. Just give us whatever, you know? So, <laughs> so yeah, Hughes is, uh, uh, say, pardon my French. Call him an a-hole. <laughs> you know, I mean. Uh, <laughs> pardon my French. <laughs> yeah, you know, sh- shouting lines at me, you know. It's a uh, fun way to work. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. Well done. Mooney. Well done out of him, man. Alan Ruck, Succession's coming back, too. Oh, baby, this oh, month. Baby. This month, Succession's return. There are many oh, saints man. in Newark. Corey Stoll's on tomorrow's show to talk about the Sopranos prequel. Mm, mm-mm. 844-204-RICH. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Our colleagues at NBC, they're all fired up. I mean, you got the... well. Al's fired up because all he's got to do is go up to San Francisco or San Jose airport and call a football game. Sunday night football, San Francisco's home opener in Santa Clara, taking on Green Bay. And then this weekend, the state of Wisconsin at Whistling Straits. Looks cold there, man. They're all wearing some uh, winter gear, it looks like. Beanies and puffy coats. Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup. Europeans are probably like, this is nothing. Oh, yeah, they think it's summertime. Right? (laughs) All, 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 our, all us Florida-based in Southern California, probably, right? Professional players for the U.S. team, they're all bundled up. Here we go. The Ryder Cup. And um, <clears throat> the Ryder Cup video that was put out on, uh, on Twitter, sort of like the, the hype video, they, I think they need to turn to Brady, man. His right? team? I guess. But can we, Brady can the- we troll the Europeans, though, for on the Ryder Cup? You know, I mean... We're Is the, it trolling if the people you're trolling don't see it? It's out there on Twitter. Everybody sees it. Colin Montgomery. They, you're that just showing everybody. They're, they're all friends. They're all friends. They're all, they're all chilling out. And Brooks and, uh, and Bryson look like they're happy together. Did you see that video? They look happy together. There they are. They're out there. They're out there. Hey, man, how are you doing? What's up? Good to see you. Hey, bud, we good? We're How's good. that? Yeah. How's that long drive stuff right. going? Your hands are behind my camera. Here we, right, go. here we go. There we go. There's soft spikes. Bryce. Soft spikes? Right. You're good at soft spikes? Okay, all right. There they are. Hey, hey, good hey, times, hey, everybody. Hey, good times. Do Come not stomp yeah. around. Hey. hey. Get together. We'll have a few laughs. laughs. Now, what did, what did Kepka say today? What did he say today? All right, so Kepka. Kepka, they've been stretching out the media availability yeah. for these guys. So they've been kind of doing it a couple guys each day. So today was was Brooks Kepka's day. And they were asking him about, let's see if I can find the quote. They were asking him about his relationship with, <laughs> with DeChambeau. Yes. And he goes, we're teammates on the Ryder Cup. We had dinner on Monday. Mm-hmm. And we both arrived here over the weekend. There you go. Well done. Am I? Are we friends? I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, we work together. We work together. I saw you this morning. I've been to your house many times. Yeah, but we haven't eaten together in a while. It's been a while since okay. we've had a meal. We've shared a meal. I'm going to go out and make a prediction here. Mm-hmm. U.S. is going to win the Ryder Cup. Okay. 
Like Brooks and Bryson are going to still grind a little gears, okay. but they're going to win together. And then we're going to see these two guys together. Like, I just, you know what this gets? It gives me a feel of um, prize fighters who see each other somewhere and then they fight each other. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm smelling Interesting. they're going to cash in on this. You think they're, they're going to do Fallon together? No. Celebrity boxing? No. Oh, celebrity what, death match. What happens every I'm Thanksgiving? Kidding. I love that. The match? Oh. They're going to do a yeah. match together? Yeah. Everybody's been talking about it. Why wouldn't they? Play it up. So it's. This what this kind of smells like to me. So it's DeChambeau and who against Brooks and. Fill in the blank. Does it matter? No, yeah. not really. Does it matter? Does it matter? No. Phil's got to be part of it. Whatever it is, Phil must be part of it. He has to be some, he can't be somebody's teammate because. Course reporter. He's got to be part. He must. Coach or something? Be oh, yeah. part of, I don't care yeah. what it is. But see what the problem is. I don't care if he's like the cart guy bringing around the snacks. Like, like, like he's there. It's seriously, like he'll drive up. On the third hole, you guys need anything? You want something to drink? Whatever the sponsor, the, the drink sponsor is, whatever the food sponsor is, Phil's serving it up. That's a great idea. And then just hanging out for a hole, and then he'll drive off. <laughs> then around six, when he's when you're making the tour, it's like a comfort shack. Who's standing behind the comfort shack? It's Phil. It's Phil. The problem is Phil's in the comfort shack saying, hey, do you want any more of those dried papaya? Do you want some of that? Here, here's a scoop of the dried papaya. Got some CBD gum. Yeah, so CBD your big-time celebrity athlete golfers, though, are in season. So, like, Steph Curry, he's done it. NBA's already started. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. They can't do it. They're in season. No, can't there's do no way to well, so it's isn't, like, it, isn't it just them then straight up? Isn't it just, let's just do it straight up. So, like, the Tiger versus Phil thing? Yeah, just, yeah. Why not? Ooh. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't now know. Now you're talking. That's what I... Now you're talking. Yeah. This just but is that going to pull the casual fan in? Because like I'm a ca- like I'm not a big golf fan, but these matches like when you have these pairings, well, play it up. that makes me watch. But what like right. two, I probably wouldn't turn tune in makes to watch sense. that. I mean, so what are you going to draw in Michael Phelps? You're going to try to get Jordan to do it? I don't know. All I'm just saying Jordan is that would be the guy. you're seeing them together here. They're chit chatting, but they're just doing it because there's cameras around. I don't know. Jordan, LeBron. Can't do it. LeBron's playing. I don't think LeBron golfs. No, he's playing. They're chit chatting, and they're also playing it up at the same time. LeBron's playing anyway. Just gotta. I just smell something. That's all I'm saying. Brockman's available. I think more people would rather see them celebrity boxing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe so you get the Paul brothers. Can they play golf? Rich, now you're talking. You know? Now you're talking. No, I don't. Logan don't even, Paul. Don't even Jake put that Paul. in it. Oh, yeah. oh, just don't even put Brooks that in the Brooks Rose, and Bryson. There you go. Now you're somewhere. Right? I've bought that show. Another thing I won't watch. Now you're somewhere. Happy Gilmore. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> put it all. Put it all. Or that maybe that's what it would be. Shooter and Happy. Brooks and, uh, and Bryson. <laughs> all I know is that. We showed Happy Gilmore to the kids, as I told you. Mm-hmm. So I'm throwing wiffle balls to Coop in the backyard, and he takes like three steps behind home plate. And I'm like, no, no, get, get in the box. Get in the box. He goes, just throw it. I'm like, what do you mean? 
oh, okay. I throw the pitch. He steps up like Happy Gilmore three steps and just swings the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, was that your Happy Gilmore? So, yep. Shooter. Proud moment. That's my boy. <laughs> That's my boy. Now suddenly Xander's cursing more too. I don't understand. Oh, that. Wait, really? No. That comes from summer camp, I think. Yeah, you know, being yeah, away from yeah, us. Yeah, 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 probably. You know, just seeing around, being with other kids. I think. Obviously. <laughs> you know. They had free reign for what, two months? Two months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were living their oh. best life. They go to the greatest summer camp. Um, okay. Is it better than Cameron Conda, though? That's. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. God, yeah. Oh, big time. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Steve Smith. Steve Smith, everybody. Can't wait to talk to Steve Smith. He's going to be joining us from Houston, Texas. He is part of the NFL Network coverage of Thursday Night Football tonight between his former Carolina Panthers and the Texans. And he's on the list for the Hall of Fame. That's coming up. I can't stop thinking about the Paul brothers golfing. Please, please, Chris, stop thinking about it. You don't like the Paul brothers, huh? I just, I'm not saying I, I don't know them. So I hey, how did it go but, in uh, Arthur Ashe last night? I didn't check oh, it out. It was, it was fantastic. You watched it? Of course. Well, of course you I did. watched it. How, did anybody use a tennis racket on, no, on top no, of somebody's no, head? No <laughs> tennis racket was used. Uh, we had a great 30-minute uh, classic, Matt Classic, as they say, to start the card with Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. Uh, okay. Co- Cody wrestled Malachi Black. Uh, Brandy actually got into the ring. She did. She, she slid said- in. She flipped the guy off, and she used some language that wouldn't be allowed to be used on Peacock. Whoa. And, uh, but Cody lost, as we kind of thought he would he'd lose that one. Okay. Uh, it, was a, it was a great card. 20,000 people in New York. Seemed wow, like they had awesome. the time of their life. Was the roof open so, or roof closed? Uh, I don't know. I think it was open. Yeah. That's a good question. I didn't yeah, really I pay know. attention to that. You know, CM Punk came out, did his mm. thing. He didn't wrestle, but he cut a promo. It was great. Is Sounds he going to start wrestling soon? Oh, he he wrestles. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's back. back. Yeah. Okay. okay. Back. There you go. So it was uh, a big night for the U.S. Tennis Center involving wrestling. Unfortunately, no one got hit with the Eisen yet. Nobody's hit with the Eisen. <laughs> but I think that I'm sure AEW, Tony Khan, somebody, Max Caster, your dad played for the Jets. Rich is a Jets fan. Okay. Use the Eisen. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Use the Eisen. Yeah. All right, I like it. Is that what you asked me that yesterday? <laughs> which one? about have I heard about the New York Jet, former New York Jet? Oh, that was this morning. Oh, yeah, which is like I, I just realized that I heard the dude's dad had played football, and then Dude, I found out. Have, have I now gotten to the point and the age? Yes. Where something happened this morning, and I thought it was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Also, like, I thought your sports, your sports heroes now have kids, have who, are kids who are playing. Oh sports. no! I thought you. No, I'm too, we're definitely at that point. My Yankees are trying to get past a Blue Jays team, which is <laughs> nothing filled, but juniors. Nothing yeah, but juniors. Filled with juniors. Yeah. They're filled with juniors. They're going to come for you, like their dads came for us. Yeah. Big weekend series. Between us. Between us. I know yeah. that. Yeah. What's with the yellow uniforms? Yeah. It's the it's the Nike City Edition, but we've won seven in a row, so we're still wearing them. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> like keep them. Isn't that amazing that Chris Sales now won twice in uniforms? That if it was in Chicago, right. he'd have taken a pair of scissors right to. Yeah, him? I saw you tweet that the other day. I'm, I got thoughts on Chris Sale. Oh, well, he's won your last two. Oh. Great, get 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 vaccinated, bro. Oh, is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 